0: Welcome to the Talking Story Podcast, where we believe all of us can have a more purposeful and meaningful, and yes, an even more exciting life. Listen in to inspiring stories about ordinary people who have done extraordinary things with their lives, through their hobbies, their passions, and their businesses. Join your hosts, father and daughter team, Bob and Kelsey, as they travel the world seeking out those whose stories inspire us to do things greater than what we imagined we could.
1: Well, welcome to the Talking Story Podcast. I am your co-host, Bob Walaszewski.
2: And I am Kelsey Walaszewski. We're really, really excited to have you here. Um, This one, this conversation that we're about to listen to, I'm really excited about. This is a gal who I met at the Focus on the Family Institute.
1: 12 years ago, Twelve how years time ago. flies when you are having fun. Yeah, <laughs> one of the
2: good things, I guess, about social media is there that- There are some good things. I know, believe it or there, not. There is I, at least one. I've been in question the last <laughs> few months if social media is really worth it, but this here, this relationship, this friendship that we've been able to stay connected and, you know, check out each other's stories every now and then, or kind of see what we're up to. And I think we did a Facebook messenger conversation back and forth. So anyways, I'm just, I feel very blessed that Dawn and I have been able to keep in touch uh, virtually. So it's great to have. And what's really cool is it's her and her mom that are doing this amazing ministry that we're going to be talking yeah, about today. Yeah, we got
1: today. a father-daughter uh, podcast with a mother daughter uh interview ease and uh so that's kind of an interesting thing i also i want to do a bit of a i'll call it a disclaimer but i just think um, we know that we have listeners that are believers in Jesus Christ as we are. And we also know that we have some that are searchers and we have some that are in the faith journey from Muslim to no faith. And everyone is welcome at the Talking Story podcast. But I, I just this one is going to lean a little bit more uh, Christian, if you will, but I don't want people to go, oh, okay, I'm not a Christian. Okay, time to turn, turn it off. I'll just go do something else. No, 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 no. I still, I, I, I just want to make sure you know, if you're listening and you're not a believer, that we understand that we, you're part of the talking story family. It's, it is one big family. You are included. This is not an, uh, a time to turn it off. This is just a time for us to say, we understand that we have people that aren't there uh and so this would be a different one but there is something here for you as well
2: and i mean in any of our conversations with people the whole idea is we gotta ask questions you know and as we listen to people's stories and what they're doing in this world and you know listening to people's testimonies in a way um it's, it's there for you to wrestle with. It's not there for you to take as this is absolute truth or what, you know, it's, it's, there's something in these stories. There's, power in them. And now it's taking that and going, how does that work in my life? Or how can that be applied in my life? And so that's kind of what we're dealing with today too of, yeah, don't tune us out just because you may not believe what we believe, but ask questions, wrestle with it. If it's something you don't believe in, figure out why that is. That's always my challenge is someone's like, I don't believe in that. i would just go, well, why would that be the case. That's fine, but why would that be the case? Because you can't not not believe in something or believe in something without really understanding the why behind that to belief.
1: R- to wrestle and uh, not this, wrestle. This 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 may be a podcast. So, for yep, that's good. That is a wrestling one. <laughs>
2: we like to talk over
1: ourselves sometimes. <laughs>
2: yes, it's a father daughter thing. Uh, well, what's really cool, and I know we'll go straight into the podcast, but you know, picking up the pieces has been our topic it's of our conversation. Theme. We're about done with this season of picking up the pieces but i think it's really empowering to recognize that i believe everyone who does have a relationship with jesus christ has a story to tell like yes we on the talking story podcast get to share a lot of cool stories of people but we want you as the listener to really be challenged to find the story in your life find that transformation experience and then find out how is that changing the lives around you i um was listening to erin mcmanus and i wrote down this quote and it says we don't know ourselves except when we are in relationship with other people and I like to use that quote and like to think about that because if you're trying to figure out where you, what your status in life is, I really think it's cool to look at the relationships around you um, and, you know, how are you making an impact on them? These gals tell us in this interview that we have an opportunity in our lifetime, the average person, to impact 10,000 people. Mm. And
1: I I think we kind of forget
2: that power of impact where it's like, oh, I'm not such and such a person. So I don't, I don't matter. I don't have influence, but it's like, we have the waiters, we have the grocery store clerks, we have the bankers, we have the taxi drivers. The person
1: like, across the street, our aunt, our uncle, grandma, yeah. grandpa that you know we've never really shared deeply on a spiritual level. We just kind of say, hey, how's how's those raiders doing? You know?
2: <laughs> we all have opportunities to impact, and we're talking about impact that's not just changing little bits of the world, which is awesome, but we're talking about an impact that starts from the inside. And works its way outward. Yep.
1: So without any further ado, mother and daughter team, Donna and Don of Life Unwrapped. Well, welcome Donna and Don. Um, I can't think that we've had, Kelsey, of course we've done now almost 50, a mother-daughter team. I know. Uh, And so we have a father-daughter team (laughs) as host and co-host, but now a a mother-daughter team on the other side. So Donna and Donna, we are so grateful that you took time out of your busy schedule to uh, be part of the Talking Story podcast thank
2: you so much (laughs) so awesome having you um wanted to just jump right in as my dad mentioned you are a mother-daughter team and we just would love to know a little bit of the backstory behind you gals and how you started uh this beautiful ministry that you're doing called life unwrapped
3: um (laughs) so i'm not i won't dive into the the backstory quite so much of life unwrapped but Mom, um, shared with me one morning after she had, I want to say a moment with the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. and some real direction from the Holy Spirit. And she shared it with me the next morning and we've been doing ministry together for years. It's not at all uncommon. It's, it's totally what we do. And so she shared that with me and I was like, oh, I'm so on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, So we've done Bible studies
4: together and Mm -hmm. uh, talked to women, mentored different ones together and uh, individually. So yes, and uh, we get along well. We enjoy each other's company. Mm -hmm. Uh, There isn't anybody I'd rather do ministry or life uh, with than this young lady uh, that god has so blessed me with my daughter dawn
3: and i will ditto that back because people would think i think oftentimes and i won't take long on this but just you know that maybe i got roped into it or whatever and i'm like no no this is something i want to be doing this is a privilege and an honor that i get to do this with my mom
2: have you always been close to your mom was this something like in high school that you guys were best friends because i know mothers and daughters don't always get along and has it always existed or is this something that's come in your adult years
3: I will say that, and it's it's going to sound totally cliche, but I've been so blessed that we've had this relationship pretty much all as I got old enough to become a friend mm, um, that's of my mom. And just that relationship just grew throughout the years. And so it, yeah. it was never really something that we've had to work at. Um, it's definitely been, yeah, high school. I mean, we were friends growing up. No subject has ever been off limits with us. So I think that's what what helped it to
1: to grow. Okay, I've got to ask this. I this is a little bit of a diversion for where we're going to go, but it's it, it it's I know there's going to be somebody listening that's going to need this information. They're going to say I do not have that relationship with my mother. My mother, yes, I love her, but you know she drives me crazy, and uh, and I just love her because I have to. Uh, but that doesn't sound at all like your relationship. It sounds like you guys would uh, it'd be you you be friends even if you weren't mother daughter. So, what what advice would you give for the mother daughter out there, the the daughter who really struggles? with mom.
3: Well, what I would what I w- would would tell people and have told other women um, is really it's a two-way street. So, it's not just on them, but I think really being open and understanding that you know, yes, they're your parent, but they want the best for you. I mean, most most of the time, especially in relationships that are that are Christian-based and both sides know Jesus and um, have that, I think that that there's a lot I mean forgiveness needs to happen but there's also a lot to it of just really having an open attitude and um mind and being willing to to share that it's something I could have had with my grandparents more and I I wish I would have been a little bit more open so um that's probably the best advice that I have that's not that's Not something I had totally thought about, Bob,
1: so. (laughs) Okay, well, like I said, it's a bit of a rabbit trail, but I I, I had to go there. Let's get back to subject at hand: life unwrapped.
4: Can I give a quick uh, response to that, too? I think, uh, now, I was fortunate to grow up in a home where I had the same kind of thing with Mm -hmm. both of my folks, but my mom and I, I can't remember, and this is the same thing for Dawn and myself, as well as, as our son, too, same kind of thing. I don't remember when they, I mean, they've always respected me as mom, but I can't, can't pinpoint a time when it changed to them continuing that respect. We love each other and I respected them too. But the part where, you know, you kind of slide away from this being just your parent, but you get into a role of the friendship. Uh, and I think the, I think when you trust one another, when you honor that, uh, you know, and even, even families struggle, whether they, uh, know Jesus or not, that, that wouldn't be the issue. But I think that when, when parents decide that they know everything for the child, and I've, I've had an (laughs) experience with a couple other ladies where one gal was very adamant about, you never want to be friends with your, your daughter (laughs) or your children, but your daughter, especially. And, uh, the other lady was, you know, she was on the fence. She didn't know. But anyway, it, that's hard for me to hear because I know that the kids always know that I'm one of the parents. But they they have to be able to be independent, not rebellious, but independent. And it I think a lot depends on if you trust them with conversations, with subjects, with all kinds of things. so um, it's it's kind of a difficult question because it depends a lot on how people are raised. So and that rides right into the testimony, actually. Yay. Uh, what a good yeah, yeah. segue, Donna. Thanks for that.
1: <laughs> well, let's go there. Um, Life Unwrapped. Obviously, we've got listeners who have never heard an iota about that. And I'm pretty new to it, too, having just uh, skimmed what you sent ahead of time. Tell us what in a, what's your elevator speech? uh your, you know, for somebody who says, oh, you're part of Life Unwrapped. Uh, tell me about that. What tell us what that is.
3: So pretty much our our mission is empowering believers to be courageous, confident, and committed as active witnesses in their journey for God's glory. We're the only credible witness to share our life-altering moment with Jesus. He took our story and became our life-changing testimony. And so so
4: we we really enjoy working with people on this, but uh, that leads us right into uh, the difference between uh, testimony and a story. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a variety of things. Credible witness for your testimony. It's a factual account, the truth. Uh, it's a reliable, authentic uh, evidence of what you've lived through. And then we we talked about this quite a bit because everyone has a story and a story is your life experiences. Usually maybe nonfiction, maybe fiction. Because people can just say, oh, that's interesting to the story, could be a fabrication. You can improv, improvisation, you know, you can call it a narrative, you can add or detract from a story, and you can your testimony too. But when you're talking about that life-changing time with the grace and forgiveness of Jesus comes into your life, and you're, the Holy Spirit enters you, when you talk about that, that's reality. That is, as we call it, your ATV, and you use that to tell your story. Mm-hmm. You want to tell them what that. So,
3: is? if we're talking about your, your vehicle, if you will, it's authenticity, transparency, and vulnerability.
4: Yep, and it moves you. You get around with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other kinds of things, for example, it's your greatest platform. Your strongest asset, the um, it's real. It offers value and hope. This is the testimony, and it's one of a kind. Mm-hmm. There may be other people that have a little bit that's similar, but it's never going to be the same. So it's we just need to understand how important that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only have one chance to do it, as my dad used to say. You only have one life to live. So what are you going to do with it? You know, and yeah. God created us to bring Him glory. He created us to tell the story, tell his story, the testimony of us being a witness. The same was in the scriptures, and the same goes for us now, Mm -hmm. and as long as uh, we all live. Mm So that's a little bit about <laughs> that's, that's, what we talked yeah. about. Okay,
1: yeah. so when, when Jesus, before his ascension, one of the last words to his disciples was to go into all the world and make disciples. Am I hearing you right that you're saying to to be obedient to that command? We think the best way to make a disciple is not just to give a bunch of facts and figures, pull out the Bible verses and then, do, you know, go to this one, do the Romans road, but more share story. where' t- the talking story just talk story, to share <laughs> our story. Right. And no one can argue against our story, if you will. Is, are, is, right. is, is that, is that a little bit? Uh, and, but I also want to come back to something that he, I heard you say and it's okay. To fictionalize your story, and I don't think you meant it that, but that's no. the way I think some oh. listeners may say, "Oh, wait a minute, you're talking about embellishing your testimony by no. fictionalizing, no. and you didn't mean that." But I think so, some people might take that. Well, to clarify that, two things:
4: no, that that would not be your testimony. Your testimony needs to be straightforward and authentic. The when you give a story to people about your life. A lot of people do accentuate and go deliberately beyond the reality of their story, uh, and may, and it may be to to get a reaction uh, or whatever. But no.
1: But if you do that, you tell people, I here, I'm going to fictionalize this. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you some fiction. To but you, you got to be very honest if you're going to do it that way. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think I think the difference is literally between a testimony and then just your life story is you've got your background, you've got all the things that that you've been through and all of that. But for some people for years, that doesn't involve Jesus. And so once you have him in there and he's, and you're rooted and grounded in your faith, that's when your testimony starts to begin. So it's kind of distinguishing those two versus a lot of people embellish what their life story is, um, or fictionalize it. But the testimony is, is when you have that heart changing moment.
4: I love that. Thanks, Don, for clarifying. Donna, you were going to add something to that? Uh, Well, I was going to hit on a a couple things that I didn't want to forget. Uh, Don touched on the uh, moment that we went into this work. And uh, the Life Unwrapped words, the, the, head of the ministry. That's been long ago. Uh, the kids and I were in the kitchen of uh, our home. this is when both were home and younger. We were talking about um, ministering to people and talking about the, the life change of, of what Jesus does in our heart. And uh, one of them said, you know, it's just, that's life itself. He brings life. And the other one said, you know he also what happens to us is we are unwrapped we it's like a gift, mm-hmm. and he unwraps himself to us, and mm-hmm. that that is what we have the promise and all of a sudden somebody said, "I like that life unwrapped, and so that's how that came to be, uh which was really kind of cool to know that we were just in the kitchen talking, cleaning up, or Doing something, we were talking about that the other night. Don and I were, Uh, but that's what happened. The actual sharing of testimonies. One evening, I was a caregiver for my mother for almost nine years, and uh, she was near death, just about a week and a half away, something like that. And uh, I was here uh, at the cabin, went to the kitchen, and I said, "I don't know what you want me to do, Lord." When mom is gone, uh, and my mom was 94 when she passed away, but what should I do? Because I, I knew all the things I had done, uh, jobs and so forth, but what do what do I do? And I had been asking for probably six months or longer, and all of a sudden, I have, a, even the time, 2.24 a.m., uh, I heard these words, teach people how to share their testimonies. It is um the testimony is a witness to the grace of Jesus Christ and is there to help someone that needs to hear that particular message. And I wrote that down and that's, I told Don the next day and we were like, okay, we haven't directly, I did it with church work a lot, but not with the two of us. So, you know, all right, how do you want us to do this? And it it started from there. So those were kind of couple of parts of Life Unwrapped that um, are pretty dear to us and have been family affairs.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: so anyway,
2: mm, I love that, ladies. That's so neat. I OK, so it's really cool. And the reason, you know, I wanted you gals on here on the Talking Story podcast, especially in this season, is we're covering a series called Picking Up the Pieces. And for those listeners who have been with us from day one, they understand that We interview people. And so people have an opportunity to share their testimony on this platform of the Talking Story podcast. And it's really cool. And, you know, we all tune in and we all get to listen to these people who, you know, have This transformation that you talk of where they've lived life one way and then all of a sudden God gets a hold of their lives somehow, some way. And it's so different for everyone. And then that really launches them into this new direction. And I just thought it's so beautiful and i love the fact that you empower every single person who has had an encounter with jesus christ to dive into their testimony and to use that in order to proclaim jesus christ and so i just love the fact that it's not about this, you know, person who has done great things and is a CEO of a business or whatever. It's like each one of us has that same power in our testimony of transformation. And I just love that that is something that God called you to do and and I'm so sad it was, you know, in that time that your mom died, Donna, but just the fact that, you know, he was just going, "Hey, you know, this is what I want you to do." And and yeah, I would love for you to walk us through and walk a listener through, like, how do you start to explore the testimony? Some people, you know, you talk to them and they're like, well, I just went to church and I prayed the prayer, and but my life hasn't seen much change. Or, you know, there's a lot of like, well, I don't know what's happened. I don't I don't see the change. How do they find the change? How do they start to explore that change in which Jesus has really done in their life?
3: So I was thinking about that, just that that question right there, Kelsey. I was actually thinking about a little bit this afternoon, as we were kind of preparing a bit. And, and I think there's, those of us that have been, quote, unquote, in church, it's just kind of a different way of thinking about it, because we feel like we don't have much of a, a story, we don't have that 180 degree life change that some people do. And I think that that one of the biggest things that I hate to say it like this, but that I try to, quote, unquote, drill into people, is really that, their story, that their testimony that God's done in their life, whether it is wow, or whether it's okay, so I went to church, Mm -hmm. I I read my Bible, you were faithful, though. And you are faithful. And what is God doing through you and really trying to um, expand on and help kind of help open their eyes to see what God is doing in their life, and then how he's using them in other people's lives, because we all have the opportunity to affect other people, Uh, whether it's during a time that we can't all get together, or whether it's when you can go out to coffee with friends and stuff. But I think that that's something that we try to hone in on is is helping them realize that they're important, and that their testimony matters. It's not just about the big, bright and shiny stuff that that seems to draw everybody's attention. But sometimes it is about the faithfulness of inviting somebody over for coffee and sitting in your kitchen or whatever, whatever shared um, different times. I can't remember what the statistic is of how many people like we could affect throughout our lives. Is it Uh, 10,000? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's a lot. Something like, you know, around that number of 10,000 people. And whether that be the clerk at the grocery store or whether mm-hmm. it be somebody who's super close to you, you have the opportunity to affect them and your attitude and the way you live out your walk and your testimony matters. Right, right. So that's that's one of the things that I, I try to hone in on
1: Okay, workshop time. Let's 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 make it really really practical for the listener. I'll put you guys on the spot. One of you. Uh, here's the scenario. I'm a waiter at uh, at a restaurant. You guys are dining, and uh, I'm a little downcast. And one of you notices. Ah, oh, you look a little down today. And I go, Yeah, just just life's tough and you know just trying to make it through and and uh, but anyways enough of my problems here what would you like to order you know kind of thing uh you guys got a chance now to to jump in here so one of you take the scenario and uh and and, and say how you would use an opportunity like that
3: to go for it. I mean, I think I think the thing with with us, with our family, is something that we've done forever. And I found myself doing it at I think eighteen or nineteen for the first time because I was alone at the grocery store. But it's jumping in and, and yeah. if somebody's smiling at you or they've got a good countenance or attitude about them, we just jump in and just encourage them in that. Or, um, or if they're the other
4: way then we try to figure out whether it's the clerk at the store or or whether it's a waiter, waitress, whatever it is. Um, Yeah, we always just, we just, you know, say something and we, I mean, we're careful. We don't want to interfere with with people. But if we see somebody who's down, um, often we will stop and um, ask them. We don't usually say what's wrong, but we might want to say, you know, we're, is there something that, um, frankly, that we can pray for you for? That's- uh, mm-hmm. We do that even now uh, when we're at a restaurant or, well, mm-hmm. different during COVID. <laughs> but, you know. Okay,
1: so, workshop. So, I, so I'm the waiter guy and I say, yeah, you can pray for me. Um, I, I'm not much of a believer in prayer, but I'm not against it. If you guys want to pray for me, please do. And so, yeah, and, and we, you guys. We'll do
4: that right there. We've done it in Walmart. We've done it in places right there just briefly, but uh, we will do it. And uh, most people will say, I can't believe that you actually Mm -hmm. right now. And we know people that are CEOs and and heads of ministries Mm -hmm. and so forth that we have said, let's pray right now. One gentleman recently, or I guess a little while ago, had cancer and uh he, he said, right here? We were at a networking uh, luncheon mm-hmm. and we said, yeah, why not? So, you know, we we dive right into that because there is no time like the present. Um, there is a, a little statement that we make, uh, Bob and Kelsey, and it's not on the sheet there, but there are no do-overs and no coincidences, just many missed opportunities and so we don't want to be found just like then the statement that my dad used to say, if I can and I don't, what will I use for an excuse? And that's, we we only have this time. Do we, did we do this years ago as much? Not as much, no. I,
3: I think it's also just super quick. Um, I think it's also capitalizing on how we act within a space. Um, if we're going to pray out at a restaurant or something, then how do we act as the waiter or waitress is taking our order? How do we how do we shine Jesus the best? We are very careful. We're
4: we're careful. We 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 aren't trying to draw so much attention to people, but I'm telling you, life goes fast and you want to touch as many lives. Mm -hmm. The Lord can do that easily through Mm us. So yeah, we would just just say something quick to them.
2: I love that. It's interesting. I want to expand on that. You guys can tell me your thoughts and feedback. But something I've just been learning and growing in myself is I heard someone say that God does not waste anything. And this um, person that was um, pastor was on a podcast, but... He was saying that he was using the the story of Moses and that Moses you know had this identity crisis was he Egyptian was he Hebrew you know so that was like straight off the bat so and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this identity crisis and then he did something horrible he killed a guy Uh, so you know then he went to the desert for 40 years and was like just trying to get away with you know get away kind of redo life but God still was drawing him back and I just thought it was just such a beautiful thing just to remind all of us that even in our failures our sins our faults that God uses it all he doesn't waste anything and that is something to incorporate I'm sure in a testimony where you can talk about failures you can talk about um, how you were like this or still maybe struggle in this but how you're watching God bring redemption into your heart and into your life and I just want to encourage the listener, if you're really struggling, like, well, I did this, and I've done that. And you know, I don't know if God will ever forgive me. And I'm no good. It's like, no, not at all. God doesn't waste anything in our lives. So I don't know if you gals want to expand on that at all.
3: I think that that's, that's That's one of the pieces of the, Mm -hmm. um, if I can, and I don't, what will I use for an excuse? God doesn't, he doesn't make mistakes. And he doesn't miss things. There's not any portion of our lives that is off limits, there's nothing that was a, right. oh, oops, I didn't mean to have them meet so-and-so. That's not the way he works. He is so gracious and right. so, <laughs> I, the only word I can think of is calculated. That's that's the whole point. We serve a God that that knows exactly what he's doing. So to think of the fact that there aren't any coincidences when we meet or... Yeah, just, you know, connecting with people and and whether it be 10, 15 years ago and, you know, reconnecting or however that looks. It's not something that he goes, yeah, oh, I made a mistake. No,
4: and I, I think, too, we need to take on, uh, as he did with um, Bartimaeus, I think it was, uh, we know God is always available. And we like to make sure the people that we're talking to know this. He's also able. He's always able. We're talking about God. We're not talking about us. Uh, But this, we have to let them know. We have to somehow work with people and let them see that this God has now, once you have the testimony of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit in you. So therefore, you are now the temple of the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. God's chosen you Mm -hmm. to live in you and to work through you to help other people. Wow, that's really something. And thirdly, um God is willing. Jesus was willing to heal to um take, you know, take the scales off the eyes, uh the lame, help them to walk again. He was willing and he's mm-hmm. just as willing now for us as he was them. And I think we have to work with a lot of people who don't think they have anything of value or worth to, you know, we we have to remind ourselves that God is God, and mm-hmm. we are not him. But he also calls us co-laborers, and then co-heirs with him. Mm-hmm. So those kind of things, um, we want to be sure that that people understand. So we talk as we work with them on the actual testimony, we want to know their actual story, what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't spend hours, but going over all the past, but we, we do our best to, to get the gist of it and then to get the meat that will help somebody else, give somebody else hope. Um, but anyway, those, I was, just trying to think where, where I was going with that. But uh, while
1: you're thinking, I'm going to jump in real quick and, and ask, I, I, I met the Lord at 15. It was summers around the age of 18 that I saw a film at, at a church. Uh, Pastor Kennedy, Coral Ridge Presbyterian, evangelism explosion, and uh, and it's really hit me because and he was a, he was sharing more technique rather than story. And I would kind of want to ask the question: How you might combine those, or or should you? Um, his idea was if you say if you try to evangelize or trying to do the Great Commission and go into all the world, share the Gospels. I already mentioned Jesus right before his ascension told us to do that. And if you say, hey, just wanted to know, are you a Christian? And if they say yes, you're kind of stuck in a corner, even if you think they're not, because you either, then you have to say, oh, I don't really think you are. And you've kind of accused them of a liar. So his, his idea was to always say something like, okay, i got a question. Can I ask it? And it's kind of wild, you know? Yeah, yeah, ask me anything. If you were to die tonight and you were in front of God himself, and he was to say, why should I let you into my heaven? How would you respond to him? And if they start saying, well, <laughs> I've done so many good w- things, and I'm no worse than the average Joe, and, you know, I've tried to live my life morally, then you can jump in and say, you know, that has nothing to do with salvation, and then go into the gospel that way, a more te- technique. And I always, that's really stuck with me, um, because you don't put yourself in a corner. You wait to see how they respond. And if they give the right answer, if they say, oh, I would say it's because I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and it's, be, it's because of his shed blood and my faith in him. You're like, yes, I, I totally agree. And I know I know you're a Christian kind of thing. Anyways, that was a more technique way of trying to share a testimony. Uh, I say testimony in quotes, but yours more story. So uh, thoughts on that?
4: You got uh just quick, you've got both sides of that, those who feel like they're worthless and those who think that they're that they're good. And uh and you know, somewhere in between. You just have to know you hear the story, know the person. But I think it's I think it's critical to remind people of the cross and what Jesus did. You know, the the blood of the Lamb and the Word of the Testimony, um, and that's the scriptures there that are before us. So we i think we we work with people not just taking that story but we talk about prayer we talk about communication because if they're going to share the thing their their testimony then they we need them to to know that there's different ways of of talking and how people listen uh how people don't um you know kind of the i was just trying to to think earlier the uh the how you communicate the content of only 7% of what you say, the tone of your voice is 38% and the nonverbal, that's how you act. What they see is 55%. So all of a sudden things change a little bit when you begin to talk with them and you watch them and they watch you because we're real too. We don't hide behind anything. We don't try to act like we know it all and, and all of that stuff. We don't. We, we are learning too. But um, nonetheless, we do talk about a few other things besides because those things to pray for those people who will listen to them, whether it's at coffee uh, or whether they're going to get up in front and share with groups like we've worked with women uh, that have done that. And uh, God has been so gracious to have us meet some of the friends that heard those women at other times. So there's a variety of different ways, but yet we have to incorporate the cross, we have to incorporate at the end of their story, helping them to, to share the gospel itself, besides their story, uh, their testimony. So that gives them the confidence uh, and that courage we talk about. But then the commitment, we need to surrender, we need to be fully submitted to, to the Lord to be able to share. And actually, the whole thing comes from your heart and loving god and and when you see that you know no matter who the person is you you know that their heart is in the right place you know the one thing they want to do they want to not only serve the lord but they want to be obedient to him Mm -hmm. and uh and put him first and not only we're talking about the great commission there we're talking about the great commandment love the lord your god with all your heart Mm -hmm. with all your soul with all your mind and your strength and Mm -hmm. All of those things, we put all of that into it. And just I'll finish with this, uh, those quick workshops and getaways, that's what we do there. Uh, we are are using what we call the change project, and that's transformation. But we want people to know there's hope. And the people that share their testimonies or have the testimony, they are here to share it with somebody else. It's not for for of no value. And we, we use two different things. One is called Pack Your Life, Plan, Act, Change. And it's working, uh, with them through their, their task, their calling, their spiritual gifts. Uh, in Romans, it, it speaks of that both the spiritual gifts and the calling are irrevocable. That means they can't be taken away. So they're always yours, whether you use them or not, and whether anybody else has the same one. Uh, and the other one I'm all in are, uh, those are, I-N words like inspire, invite, and uh, instruct, involve, invest, Mm -hmm. and influence, and uh, intercede for them. And uh, so we talk about those kind of things that this is what God does. He invites us in. And this is what we need to do to help Mm -hmm. other people feel welcome into the kingdom of God. uh, Because the world doesn't offer that. We have something totally different. The church does. And so empowering believers, that's a lot of how we do it. And there's a lot more detail, but uh, we welcome people. We love them. And, uh, you know, we just, this is, this is where Dawn and I are at. And if we don't, what will we use mm-hmm. as an excuse to the Lord? We're going to meet him someday. And our job, his task he's given to us is to help as many as possible to do this. Uh, So that they too, uh, one or the other of us is going to be cheering each other on and going to meet them when we all reach uh, heaven's gates. Since 2006,
2: over 150 women have escaped exploitation to be a part of Starfish Project. Each one of them is now developing a life-changing career in everything from sourcing to photography. Some have even gone on to run their own businesses. They, Starfish Project, invest 100% of your purchases into their social mission, which is to restore hope, to exploited women and girls. Ladies and gents, yes, I said gents because guys, they have a really cool leather bracelet. Or maybe you are are a guy listening and maybe you have a lady in your life. I mean, you could totally stoke her on a beautiful piece of jewelry that has a powerful give back. Starfish Project is where literally 75% of my jewelry comes from. In fact, it is one of our favorite brands at Moi, Moi Market. And don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. I love every single piece that we bring into Moi, Moi Market. We are offering free shipping on order of $50 or more. To learn more about Starfish Project, you can listen to episode 13 on this podcast, which, if you don't know, is called The Talking Story Podcast. And don't forget to share it with a friend. And remember by purchasing a beautiful piece of jewelry from Moimoy Market or Starfish Project, you are truly changing someone's life. And we are so thankful that you walk this planet. Thanks for being you. And remember to go check out moimoymarket.com, spelled M-O-I-M-O-I market.com. That's right, moymoymarket.com, which is a one-stop shop, All your products of purpose. what a beautiful mission ladies i just so appreciate you being here and even at the very end it was such a great reminder that uh we just we can't just talk the talk right we can't just you know get our testimony down and go okay we got it down but we really have to walk the walk and and you were talking about the love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength but the following verses and you have to love your neighbor as yourself. And I think that's one of the same. You can't love your neighbor um, or you you can't love God without loving your neighbor. And that's a huge part of testimony. And so it's a great, good good reminder to all of us of, you know, not only to reflect on what God's done in our lives and to see that transformation of the before and after. And it's a process. We're all on a journey. And like you gals were so humble enough to just remind us that you don't all the answers and you don't have it all together but we're on this journey but there is that change there is that when Jesus gets a hold of our lives that um, that something happens and that we are all empowered to take that and share that with others and that there is promise in the power of that testimony that it can be a part of helping transform someone's life and again not just talking the talk but also our actions and what we do to help others so Gals, again, thank you, Don and Donna, for being here. Where can people find you? If you, We have about 30 seconds left, but where could people find you if they would love to learn more about your Life Unwrapped ministry?
3: Yeah, um, website is lifeunwrapped.com, uh, and we're on Facebook, and it's just under Life Unwrapped. So pretty pretty easy to find, pretty simple. Um, yeah, those are the best two ways to find easiest places to find us. And
4: thank you for having us. We have enjoyed talking with you guys. You are wonderful. Mm -hmm. We so appreciate and pray for your Mm -hmm. ministry as well and what you do having folks on. Uh, We all are learning from each other. That's for sure. I'll second that one too. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Gal. Thank you. Take care.
2: Authenticity, transparency, vulnerability.
1: Well, and I would say intentionality, even though they never mentioned that, but there is something about telling one's testimony, one's story, and not just saying, well, if it ever happens and someone asks me, but they're not waiting, they're a lot more intentional. There's something about intentionality.
2: That would ruin the ATV acronym. (laughs) but yes you're very very right but i love that they were like you know i I can see that they were going with this acronym of atv which helps us remember now i'm like atvi at v i don't know how that works but anyways you're right intentionality definitely um it is yeah we all have opportunities and it's it's not just waiting for things to fall in our lap but it is really being observant on you know The power that we have through testimony, through talking, through walking our walk, through all of that.
1: And I want to say, um, when we were um, not being recorded, um, Kelsey, you asked... um, do you do women's retreats? Do you do women's Bible studies? Do you do, you know, some kind of one-on-one meet at coffee? And the answer was yes, yes, and yes. They do all those things. So I just, I know it's not for every listener, but we definitely have listeners that are like, oh, we need these gals to come share at our ladies retreat, you know, once we're past COVID. and Or, um, you know, I have an opportunity to share this person might say, and, uh, and I would like to just, Call them or text them and just say, "Hey, if I share my story, can you help it help me make it even better?" And because uh, they're they're kind of you know the, the gurus of of sharpening that that the the story, the testimony. And I think and and they it's not only would they say yes, uh, it's who they are, it's 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 what they believe in, and so anyways, I, I'm offering their services for those who want to take advantage.
2: Well, story's huge. I mean, we. There's some people you get them start, you know, you start asking them questions about themselves and they just go on and on and on and have great hearts and good intentions, but they start to lose people. Yeah. And so there is a beautiful way to tell a story and one that I'm still learning myself, but you know, what are the key points? What are the the points that really are going to maybe resonate with someone listening
1: Yeah, and uh, so, and I mentioned, I asked the question about technique because I was taught that at an early age, which I think is important to a a degree, but it's a little more surgical, and surgical doesn't always get the job done, but I think with a a little bit of technique with a little bit of story is probably a winning combination. Anyways, uh, we're so glad you tuned in uh, today, and, and of course now... Kelsey, how many of we've done? Maybe close 40, 50. Yeah, we're
2: in the 60s, 60s. now. 60s. I mean, yeah.
1: so um, if you are brand new and we think we know we have somebody who jumped into this one because it always happens. Somebody takes the newest and the latest, and, and, uh, but we, we have 59 others or so. And so we would love to have you go back and listen. And uh, everything we try to record, we, uh, try to keep evergreen, uh, which means uh, it, it doesn't expire. It, it, it Hopefully 30 years from now, 130 years from now, uh, people will still be able to listen and will listen I've and get listening. something out.
2: I went back and listened. <laughs> That's <is> pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was just like, you know what? I just need a good podcast. And I was up to date on all the ones that I listened to. And I was like, gosh, what do I do? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back and listen to, it was Patrick and Justin of I'll Push You. Uh And I started listening to that and what they, I mean, I've listened to it how many times because, you know, not only are we doing the interview, but then we have to listen to it for the editing and then we listen to it to make sure the editing is correct. And we
1: saw the movie three times And we saw the movie and so at that
2: point you think you'd be over something because it's Uh like so ingrained in your head. But no, I felt like, no, I need to listen to this again. And I gleaned so much new information because I'm in a different season of life. That is what was huge because a year ago, I was in a different season. And so what they shared meant different things to me. And then a year later, I'm in a different season and they share the same things. But it's like, oh, I'm taking different pieces away. That's pretty cool. Anyways, that is what the Talking Story Podcast um, is all about, you guys. We want it to be here forever, and we want you to be able to refer back to any of the episodes at any season in your life and glean something new and inspiring and um yeah, and talk about it. Tell people about it, folks. This Subscribe, is, share. <laughs> this is not, we don't make anything off of this. This is our gift to you. It's, it's, we believe in this stuff. And that is why we show up every single Monday in your ear because we want to just be able to share with you the things that we're learning and walk together in this journey of life. And we're thankful that you walk this planet and there's a reason that you are you. So do like us, do subscribe to us, and um, we'll see you next Monday.
0: Thanks for joining us today on the Talking Story Podcast. We hope you feel encouraged and inspired. Be sure to visit our show notes for more information and find us on social media at the Talking Story Podcast. Your hosts, Bob and Kelsey, want to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Oh, and big mahalo to our sponsor of today's podcast, Moi Moi Market, a one-stop shop to purchase products with purpose. We truly believe you have it in you to change the world too and to make an amazing difference in the lives of others.